finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, I was out and about most of the weekend, Toronto. I was uh, riding my bike and walking and running and everything in the big city. It was a beautiful weekend, as you know. A lot of, a lot of life felt uh, vibrant in the city. And I want to um, just make this uh, pronouncement. It's it's good news for the, uh, you know, for the Biden regime and others who want to keep us in fear. Because just about everybody I saw, the the good news was everybody I saw was wearing a mask. The bad news, if you're part of the Biden regime, or or the, in this case, you know the Charlie Baker regime, they're wearing them on their wrists. I, I noticed <laughs> people they have them. You know, everyone has them. Mask they're either hits. on their wrists or on their chin. Yeah, I'm telling you. I said this to my wife. I said, "This is wonderful. No one's wearing their mask. Everybody understands at this point." And I'm telling you, last year I used to give you updates constantly, and how discouraging it was to see parents abusing their own children, wrapping their faces in cloth for no reason, people walking their dogs by themselves, masked up in the wind, outside in the sun. Those days are over. I think everybody understands, much like um, Joe Biden understands or Lori Lightfoot understands, most people understand there really is no point to it. It's just for show. It's just for control. They don't need a mask, particularly when they're outside. But it is kind of funny when you're in a restaurant and the restaurants are packed. I mean, they're, everybody is going out and enjoying their lives with a vengeance. They're saying, I'm making up for lost time. I'm going out. They're spending money. They're eating. They're drinking. They're socializing. They bring their masks, of course, because, you know, the, uh, many of the restaurants and, and stores are forced by the government to enforce this nonsense, this, this show, this charade. So everyone has their mask, but we were sitting one place looking around and nobody, I mean, nobody was wearing them properly. <laughs> they weren't wearing them properly. I mean, some people have it under their nose and under their chin and on their wrists, but I think you can only lie to people for so long. And, and granted, I mean, there are some sheep out there who will do whatever, you know, the Biden regime or the Baker regime or whatever, the, the blue state tyrant governor uh, mayors say but don't you get the sense for the most part that people finally have read up people finally have looked at the information looked at the data and said wait a second i'm i'm <laughs> these don't do anything or they say they say i'm vaccinated cuz i'm i don't know about you but i'm tired of these vac- anti-vaxxers who have <laughs> the vaccine and still insist on wearing a mask or have the vaccine and still insist on excluding you and others like you, you know, anti-vaxxers from society. I, I mean, either you believe your vaccine worked or you don't. And if you don't, you know, then then I think the big tech should come after you. I think you should be canceled if you don't believe the vaccine works. If you do, then why the hell are you harassing other people? That's the answer to people who harass those without masks, people like me who who don't 
generally wear their mask. When someone says something to you, just say, you really should get vaccinated. And if they say, well, I am, then you say, what the hell are you worried about? What? Have we, have we, have we got an answer to this yet, by the way? I have not heard a, a good answer to this yet. If you're vaccinated, if you're masked up, why do you care? The only answer, and I don't know if this is true or not, because I don't trust any data I've seen. I've seen it on both sides. But the only logical uh, argument would be if non-vaccinated people are more likely to spread the disease. I don't know if that's true or not, though, because well, it's the I've opposite. Seen, you're, well, you're more likely to maybe. get it from vaccinated people because there are more of them, and they're you know they let their guards down. But if you're vaccinated and you're masked up, why do you care? I guess we'll just ask that forever. We Did, know, you see I the think montage, we know the Did you see the montage on Twitter where it showed uh, you got Fauci, all these the, uh, all these yeah. people saying like the vaccine effectiveness is 100%, 98%, yes, it's, 97 it's, it just goes, it's, clicks it's down, down, down to like 40%. It's crazy. Incredible meme. <laughs> so you can explain that again. I'm sorry for interrupting, but this no, is an yeah. incredible meme. If you haven't seen it, you have Fauci as usual. Uh, I don't even know where these clips are from. I assume CNN or MSNBC, the only outlets that still tolerate his lies his spin his flip-flops they still put him on tv even though nobody takes him seriously nobody listens to him oh by the way did you see this weekend he gave us the go-ahead the trick-or-treat and you, i was Fauci. waiting i had Thank my you. costume picked out i got my bag and everything i'm ready to go what are you going at and i said i need the blessing from fauci and he gave us his blessing carano he gave us permission to go door to door and ring doorbells and hold out bags and get a, and candy. I'm so thankful. I mean, he's such a gracious, humble, giving, caring tyrant, isn't he? Yes, he is a very, very giving man. I was also out and about this weekend. I know. I know. But you're filthy. You're filthy. I know, dirty, but I also, unwashed. but I went out and had uh, dinner with some friends. My wife and I had dinner with friends and I saw the exact same thing. Nobody was wearing masks in this restaurant. Uh, there were tables inside and tables out. No one was wearing, wearing masks. Nobody cared. But that's not what Twitter's telling us. Everybody on Twitter, all the sheeple on Twitter are saying, wear your mask, wear your mask, wear your mask. But that's not what reality is. No one's doing well, it. Well, I mean, I, I, I understand there are some people who are just, uh, they, they, they want to submit. They want to uh, uh, be told what to do. They, they're natural born sheep, as you point out. They like when the government tells them what to do. But my question to those people would be, you know, it's nonsense. You know, in your heart, I mean, honestly, forget the data, forget the reading up and studying, which these people don't do. But in your heart, you know, it's nonsense, particularly when you're outdoors or, you know, walking your dog or going for a jog. The things that the people who have me on the brink of being uh, being belligerent are those, and I saw them this weekend, parents who are maskless because they're vaccinated, who are wrapping their children's faces in masks and abusing their own children. I mean, and I I understand their argument. It's not ridiculous, but they say, oh, my 10-year-old is not vaccinated. Any parent who is going to vaccinate their 10-year-old is not fit to be a parent. They should have that child taken away. Yes, I said it. Take the kid away. If he's 10, He's healthy. He has an immune system. As, as Joe Rogan pointed out, the Sanjay Gupta. That Gupta, kid, my friend. Gupta. Gupta. There you go. That kid is less likely, less vulnerable, even without the vaccine, than you are an adult with the vaccine. That kid should be living his life, enjoying his life, going outside, never wearing a mask, going to school, going to the playground, and never masking up. But they, for some reason, 
people, there's some people just feel good about submitting. But here's the question. Here's my long-winded uh, um, introduction to this, to this question. What do you think, if you're one of these fools, one of these absolute sheep who's still masking up for no reason, when you see Joe Biden himself, when you see the bumbling, stumbling, empty husk of a man who is in the White House, go to dinner with his wife, with his handler, you know, with his puppeteer, Jill Biden, to some expensive restaurant. I forget the name of it, some high-end restaurant. I'm sure he lives to go to these places. And, you know, he, they give him the crayons to, and they give him the thing where you can write <laughs> on the table. The lines. Oh, the cheese and crackers. He loves, loves it. Um, so he goes to a restaurant. This is an elderly, sickly, unhealthy-looking man who doesn't feel compelled to mask up in a restaurant surrounded by other people. He doesn't wear a mask, all right? And by the way, same weekend, we saw Lori Lightfoot out at a game, at a big crowd without a mask. She the White Sox game or something? What was she doing? Was that the, I don't know. It's an, she's in the middle of this big yeah. crowd. It must be the White Sox. Yeah, she's cheering on the Chicago team. No mask. Why would you ever comply to something someone like this says? If you know the person it's, uh, ordering you to do something is an absolute hypocrite, a liar, a fraud like Joe Biden, why would you ever listen? Even if you're, even if you whatever, hate Trump, you love Biden, you love taxes, you love you know open borders. Even if you love everything he does, you see him, you see what he does. If he, if it's you know rules for thee but not for me. Doesn't that open your eyes? Well, so I asked, I, up? I asked a very similar question, you know, through all the global warming hysteria, I don't know, within the last 10 or something to, uh, I've got good friends who are liberals, but they're smart people. I said, well, how do you feel about That's these it, big stars flying around on private jets, having 10,000 square foot mansions and their carbon footprint is, you know, probably 50 times what yours. How do you feel about that? And they said, well, some people are more important. Some people who are spreading the message are more important and should be able to have that. And I'm like, are you, are you listening well, to what like you're saying? It's like what Kerry said. He said, I have to fly. Right. I have to. I'm more important than you. That's a good point by you because you know they're hypocrites. We know Kerry's a fraud and a liar. He's got the big you know, yacht and mansions everywhere and SUVs and private jets. You know he does not believe a word of what he says about climate change. Same with Al Gore. The leading spokespeople are complete hypocrites. How could you ever comply to what they say how could you ever believe what they say I've, I've been wondering that about global warming for decades if the people who are doing the uh, making the pronouncements making the declarations don't live by the rules then clearly they don't think the world is coming to an end if you're barack obama the biggest hypocrite of them all and you pay buy a 12 million dollar home on the ocean on an island and then you turn around and talk about the danger of rising seas isn't that all you need to know? Why do you need to to listen to another word they say if they don't walk the walk? That's why you know, as as and we've said it many times. Turtle Boy says it. Michael, I mean uh, Jesse Kelly, the people tell his. If you can, if you can take one thing home from my lecture here today, students, it would be the people telling you to be afraid of of the virus are not afraid of the virus at all so it's governors mayors you know fauci it's biden but you know biden gets a pass because he has no idea what he's talking about he just reads the teleprompter or just i mean he's he's being 
told what to say and do. But Jill Biden knows. Jill Biden knows kids don't need to be masked. She knows that that uh, you know the vaccinated adults don't need to be masked. She doesn't wear masks. The people in power do not have to live by the same rules we do. I mean, look at Obamacare. They there were exceptions for the people in people in government. Uh, it's just it, there's exceptions now, Carano, for the for the vaccine exactly. mandate. I mean, it's the same. Congress thing. Exempt, exempted itself. What more do you need to know? That's what drives me nuts. You must, you must open your eyes. If someone is telling you to do something and they're not willing to do it, why do you listen to another word they say? Joe Biden does not believe this virus is all that dangerous. He's firing federal workers. Hell, he's firing people, in the, essentially uh, insisting on the firing of people in the private sector because he wants to, as... Jen Psaki said, use this crisis to fundamentally change the country, change the economy. That's what he's doing. If you're not paying attention, then shame on you. But you know the people warning you about the dangers of the virus aren't worried about the virus. People telling you the world's going to end in what is the latest, um, that clown, Matthew Dowd, who's running for lieutenant general in Texas. He's this, this dumb you know, pundit used to work for Bush, but now he's a, a stone cold liberal. He said, we have 12 to 24 months left before <laughs> the world is going to end. That would be one year. Uh, at least Greta says whatever, eight years or something. But these people like Bernie Sanders, Joe, uh, John Kerry, Joe Biden telling you that this climate is uh, crisis is existential. If we don't do something now, we're all going to die. They don't believe it. Why should you? I realize I'm a little cynical, more cynical than the average person, but why wouldn't you be, why wouldn't you have a healthy skepticism if John Kerry, this billionaire, gold digging, giggle, gigolo, is telling you, you must, whatever, stop driving your SUV, you must pay more in taxes so that we can take your money and change the weather around the world. If you're not skeptical about that claim, then you're hopeless. I mean, I guess that's the kind of person that just blindly goes in the booth and votes for Biden. But it just it, it it's slipping away from them. And I think we're heading to a turning point, as we said last week, Carano. We got lots of firings. We have some already, and we'll we'll play some of the sound that that cop out in Washington State was great. There are people that we're firing healthcare workers who a year ago were heroes, being cheered as they walked down the street. We're firing cops in a time where violent crime is spiking. Murders are up 30% around the country. We're, we're getting rid of cops, firemen, first responders. You know, all those heroes we're getting rid of because they're filthy, dirty like you, Carano. Yep. They refuse to submit to and, and take medicine they don't want and don't need. I'm a freedom fighter, Jerry. Yeah, you know what? Um, um, Kyrie Irving is. Kyrie Irving is. I mean, he's a nut and he's a... A narcissist, but he is losing money, I mean millions, because he's standing on principle. And he's also upsetting all the right people. The people at ESPN, the people, uh, you know, national uh, media types are disgusted. They hate Kyrie Irving. For one, not because they think he's endangering anyone. They know he's not. They think that he is not submitting and doing what he's told by the Biden regime. And they hate that more than anything. It's It's glorious to watch them lose their minds, it's not based in, in data or science or anything. Of course, I mean, it's, it's, it's got nothing to do with science. They want everyone to submit 
to the wishes of the Biden regime. And people who don't, they don't want to hear it. I mean, people like the woman at ESPN, her name is uh, Allison, Allison Williams. Allison Williams. Yep. I didn't really know anything about her. She's In a sideline college. reporter, college sports, college football, sideline reporter, been there for a long time, ESPN. She's leaving ESPN because she's uh, uh, not taking the vaccine because she's trying to get pregnant. She's on, you know, whatever, fertility drugs and trying to have a family. She says she's listening to her doctor. We used to, rec- you know, we used to encourage people to do that. So if a doctor says, yeah, you're healthy, you're young, you're not really vulnerable here, why don't you wait on the vaccine? You're trying to have a baby. ESPN will force you out of their company like you're gone. It is remarkable how many, how few people are kicking and screaming and, and protesting this and how many people just say, hey, that's the way it is. We have a scary, scary virus here. And, and you know, people must do what this absolute buffoon in the White House tells them to do. I mean, this is a guy who, who is, and, and I don't know if you saw Robert Gates on, on 60 Minutes, mm-hmm. said this is a guy who's been wrong about everything in his, in his you know, 50-year political career, is telling you, submit, take this virus, or we will destroy you. And it's coming. I mean, the storm is coming. I can't even imagine. I was looking these numbers up, uh, as you were too, before we started recording. What the hell is going to happen in a couple of weeks when hundreds of thousands of able-bodied service people, Marines, soldiers, airmen, you know, Navy, they're going to be kicked out of the military? 21, 22-year-old fit, healthy people are going to be kicked out of the military. Are we all just going to say, or I shouldn't say we all, are, are, are millions of Americans going to say, good, they deserve it, they're, they're dirty, they're filthy, they're unwashed? kick them out of the military as China is circling the globe with a hypersonic jet. <laughs> I mean, that's flexing that, their muscles. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's now the line is vaccinated or not vaccinated. And it doesn't matter if you're military, a cop or nurse or doctor, it doesn't matter if you're on the other side of that line, they're going to, they're going to go after you. That's how it's going to be. You're, you're not, not going to get I'll unemployment give, benefits either. I know. So these are heroes. Some of them, you know, like we said, doctors, EMTs, firemen, policemen, soldiers, absolute American heroes, you know, three weeks ago. Today, we're taking away their livelihood, uh, taking away their income, destroying whatever support they had for their family and denying them unemployment. And by the way, stigmatizing them. You're, you know, giving them uh, not, not a yellow star. Maybe we'll make it a, I don't know, a purple one or a blue one. We don't want a yellow star. That would be a little... <laughs> Parking back to uh, days of old, yes. <laughs> a little strong. Um, no, but, but I think I think what we're losing is the is the framing it as people being anti-vax. Like I think right. we should push back there. Like we're not anti-vax. It's not anti-vax. Yeah, I, I wonder about this, Corona. Do you think eventually people are informed and people read up and people understand? I, I I get it. They hate Trump, so anything Trump's enemy says or do, they believe in. So if Biden, who we know is not really with it, if he says do it you're told people will do what they're told because you know again they hate trump and they they like they like biden they like whatever the new regime but are they eventually catching on that's how i felt this weekend people are eventually quietly catching on most people aren't insane most people aren't woke <laughs> leftists the vast majority of people just want to be productive have a family provide for their family live a good life most people are actually good people but we're just getting a very loud echo chamber predominantly on Twitter. That's where right. the problem and is. 
Here's what I was quickly referring to was China um, tested a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile showing a capability that caught U.S. intelligence by surprise. Now, Oops. obviously, it doesn't matter what anyone, anything is going to catch U.S. intelligence by surprise. These frauds, these hacks, these swamp creatures in the intelligence community, you know, they're busy tracking down angry parents at uh, PTA meetings. But over the weekend, a report said the Chinese military launched a rocket carrying a hypersonic glide vehicle that fell through low orbit space, cir circling the globe before cruising towards its target, um, which it missed by two dozen miles. Quote, this is a, um, a, a report from the intelligence community. It said the test showed that China had made astounding progress on hypersonic weapons and was far more advanced than the U.S. officials realized. Now, again, no surprise there. U.S. officials, we're referring to generals, we saw these fools uh, during the Afghan debacle. These guys are more concerned with making sure, you know, we get the pronouns right, and we uh, understand white rage, and we understand gender fluidity. Those are the important principles in the military. As far as you know, kicking out the unwashed, we're going to do that, and ignoring China's advancement, we're going to do that because you know we're we're going to go woke. We're going to make sure our military is purged of Trump supporters, of MAGA people, and has everyone who is who is is woke, like Millie, like Austin, and and everyone below them. But China's not. I don't think China really, when they made this hypersonic missile. I don't think they were concerned with diversity and and and. Well, no, and, I mean they're they're inclusion? participating in gen genocide right now, so they they don't care about such things. But point, do you Michael. think Millie's counterpoint called him up and was like, "Hey, don't worry, <laughs> we're actually not trying to start a nuclear war with you. We're just testing this mil uh, this missile." No, because that would be a lie. <laughs> I think they were uh, showing us up, taunting the U.S., knowing how weak <laughs> yeah. the U.S. is under Biden's leadership. But it is scary, and I wonder. If people are coming around, if they're learning, if they're paying attention, the things happening in this country right now are scary, are frightening, are sickening. And I, that's one reason I want, I don't want Trump to run. I don't want all these people whose whole life revolves around hating Trump and everything about Trump, Trump's family. And, you know, Trump says the sky's blue. They say, no, it's green. I mean, that kind of thing is a big part of the problem. If, if Trump just steps back and, and lets DeSantis, be the man then these people um have no outlet it's like they don't know where to turn that's why you get them demonizing parents at pta meetings is because there's no trump you know there's the january 6 people you know they're still in solitary they're being beaten and abused and persecuted so you know they're, they're we're set with them we need a new villain and it's become angry parents at at, at school board, school board uh, meetings yeah mass uh, mandates yeah by the way, and, and uh, we talked about this a lot last week, and we'll get back into it, uh, I'm sure, because it's not going away. But it now looks like, uh, let me do let me do DCU, and I want to get into that the situation in Loudoun County. We're going to get into the Patriots game, which was wildly entertaining. Um, we now know why, how Bruin, uh, former Bruin Jimmy Hayes, Boston guy, died. That was uh, not a big surprise um, to to too many people. Pete Buttigieg is eviscerating Tucker Carlson. Just lethal. <laughs> At least according to um, 
according to some in the media. But uh, Pete, Pete Buttigieg, by the way, is still not done with his paternity leave. This is the biggest joke of all. And I don't care how liberal you are. You can't support this. This is madness that the a cabinet secretary is on a two-month vacation because he adopted a couple of kids. I mean, just and, and I don't know which is worse, the fact that he thinks this is appropriate or the fact that nobody noticed he was gone well, during a, a transportation crisis. But I'll get to that and an update on Loudoun County and an update on uh, your New England Patriots and, and another heartbreaking moral victory yesterday. But first, let me tell you about DCU. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU. And they can help lower your monthly payments, lower your interest rate, or both applying is easy. And their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get on that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance, insured by NCUA, membership required. I, before we get to Buttigieg yeah. and you know his the absolute destruction of, uh, of Tucker Carlson, we talked about the Loudoun County scandal last week, and I was skeptical of it, and Turtle Boy was much more skeptical. Turtle Boy flat out doesn't believe. Mm, he thought it was likely it wasn't happening, right? It was likely. Uh, and, I, and I understand why. The, the, it's the too dad. neat. It was too too good. I shouldn't say good. It was, it was too much to be true. The story was a 14-year-old girl, ninth grader, got raped in a bathroom by a boy dressed as a girl with a skirt on raped brutally the school denied it they told the the father scott smith to you know keep it under your hat they were trying to advance the radical transgender uh policy where boys can you know, ruin girls sports boys can go in the locker room the the, the bathroom and, and 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 you know terrorize young girls anyway the father naturally was upset um, he threw a, he threw a fit at the beating, got arrested, wrestled to the ground. His stomach was hanging out. They embarrassed the man who was only trying to get justice for his daughter. Anybody in the world, any normal human being would be just as upset as Scott Smith. This apparently, <laughs> apparently it's true. Apparently it happened. And I want you to consider just how outrageous it is. The head of the school board is Dr. Scott Ziegler. He refuses to resign, by the way. He viewed this 14-year-old girl as just collateral damage. He has a bigger goal, a bigger mission in mind. He wants to advance and implement this radical policy for transgender kids. And so what if a, you know, a ninth grade girl gets raped? You know what happens? He denied it. He flat out said, we have no reports of sexual assault. There were no sexual assaults. He flat out lied, but kind of like Millie or Fauci, if you lie for the right team, you don't have to pay a price. He is not quitting. He's not being forced out. It looks like Scott Smith was telling the truth. It looks like this kid, the rapist kid, was transferred to another school and did it again. I'm going to tell you why this is such a big scandal. First of all, it's it's on its face. It's pretty outrageous that this kid was, I mean, it wasn't arrested and brought to jail and, you know, sent to whatever juvenile juvenile detention was just sent to another school. It's kind of like the old uh, pedophile priest scandal, just sent him to another parish so we can rape some more boys. That's what Bernie Law did. Apparently, that's what this Scott Siegler scumbag did. But you want to know how much coverage this got in the media? Almost none. The Washington Post 
ignored it until I believe recently they did a local story, like in the local page, not on page one, not on the editorial page, like in the local Virginia, whatever, Loudoun County section, in a little news update. Yeah, this was what happened. His father got arrested. The media knew, for the most part, knew why Scott Smith was so upset. They knew what allegedly happened. They ignored it. As I've said many times, for the Washington Post, the New York Times, the mainstream media in general, their job is to cover the news with a pillow until it stops moving. Their job is to admit, omit the news that doesn't support their narrative. But consider, uh, you know, this is often the case, you know, you name it on, you know, they won't cover Biden's, you know, obvious cognitive decline. They won't cover Hunter Biden's laptop. But in this case, and, and that's pretty bad, covering up for Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and all their various crimes. In this case, there's a 14-year-old girl, traumatized, brutalized. She's just inconvenient for the mainstream media. Their job is to advance their radical agenda. Anybody who thinks the Washington Post is a legit news organization or CNN, consider this. They ignored literally the cries of a 14-year-old girl being abused in the bathroom because it didn't help their agenda. And the uh, the county ignored. sheriff is pushing back because they're they're because people are saying, well, where were you on this? And they're saying, and so you saw the release that they they put out last week. I think it was maybe on Friday. Um, that they're like, we investigated as soon as we knew, but we have no control over high school disciplinary. That's the schools. That's the schools department, right? So ba- basically, pushing it back at Ziegler. Hey, we did our job and investigated this, and we found that there was enough to make an arrest. And the rest is you. You 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 took them from this school in uh, the Stonebridge High School. You took them from Stonebridge High School, and you put them in Broad Run High School, and then he raped again. Yes. So he's at least two young girls have been victimized, maybe traumatized forever. You know, forever. Maybe this girl in in the Loudoun County School, the Stonebridge High, Scott Smith's daughter. Maybe she never recovers, and they don't care. They don't care. Their job is to make sure that biological boys, transgender girls, kid wearing the skirt, gets to go in the girls' room, the girls' locker room, gets to play field hockey and ruin the game. That's what's important to them. They're not journalists. You know, they're activists. When are people going to wake up? This is the best example of media malfeasance, of media corruption that I've seen. If you're going to ignore the cries literally of a young girl, because it's not convenient for you. You're not a journalist. These aren't journalists. The Washington Post, that's Jeff Bezos' little plaything. They're, you know, it's a, it's the media wing of the woke mob. They're not concerned with the truth. I hope this is a factor in the Virginia gubernatorial, gubernatorial election, which is coming up in a matter of days. I think I, I often look at whoever, like Maxine Waters or, or Liz Warren or Ed Markey and say, who the hell could ever vote for that person? Ayanna Presley, you know, uh, Rashida Tlaib say, who the hell looks at that person and said, yes, I want him to represent me. Um, I can't believe like millions of Virginians are going to go to the polls and vote for that creep, Terry McAuliffe, the sleaze. I mean, just oozes with sleaze. I mean, the guy that said parents should have no say in what their kids are taught in public schools. I mean, how could, I can understand, maybe you don't like the other guy, Youngkin, but you're going to go in the poll and, and vote for Terry McAuliffe? 
that's like voting for John Edwards. This is a sleazy guy, a creepy, sleazy guy who is all for ignoring the cries of young girls because he is all for advancing his radical agenda. But it's the best example I've ever seen. I'm just going to say, read up, pay attention, see what, you know, what the media is really up to. This is, this is the problem in the country. Trump was right. These are the enemy of the people. They're lying to you by admission, by commission. They're lying to you for a for ideological reasons. It's sickening, but they're they're also ignoring ignoring. That's you know again lying by omission. Does anyone? Do you think anybody anybody anywhere think a cabinet secretary, a member of the cabinet, his job is like in the constitution? I mean, it's even if it's you know, transportation, not Secretary of the State or Secretary of Defense. It's pretty important. There's a big supply chain issue, a, a catastrophe. There's, as we see, cargo ships lined up from here to the other end of the ocean. And the Secretary of Transportation, and I believe he lives in the D.C. area, didn't go to work for two months because he and his husband adopted two kids. Now, I understand paternity leave. You're supposed to, you know, help the mother, help bond with the kids. But two months? Does anyone really believe that that's a good policy? If this guy were a, you know, Amazon warehouse worker, I'd say, geez, he's milking that paternity. Anybody who takes two months off for paternity leave is a is a lazy person. Is a is a person who's avoiding responsibility. Again, you get a week. That's fine. Or even two. If you want to be really, you know, <laughs> compassionate, give him two, two months where a cabinet secretary does not go to work and doesn't really apologize or feel bad about it. It's just, you know, I had to bond with my kids. Part of the reason you do it is because the mother is, Jen, you know, your, your wife in, in traditional family is, has gone through a lot physically, emotionally. You're there to support well, that woman's not even around. The mother of these children is not there. No. So he doesn't have to console or comfort her. It's him and his husband and two babies they adopted. And he needs two months for, by the way, babies that aren't old enough to really, you know, like have a conversation with him. He's just shirking his responsibilities, taking a long extended vacation, and then couching it, presenting it as, Oh, you know, it's important modern times for a dad to bond with his kids. Why can't he go to work for a couple hours a day? I work from home. Why? I mean, we all work from home. I mean, he literally took two months off and doesn't. I think <laughs> it's activism. He's doing it as a, as, you know, to, to be the, right. the face of this, this movement for, um, I don't know, for, for, I, yeah, I think he was probably his press people probably told him he should do this. It looks it looks good for for certain people, for certain parts of it, or certain of his constituents. So I think that's part of it. Is like oh, oh see, I, I, I think everybody else gets it. Put it this way: I mean, he's a cabinet secretary. Let's just apply it to another cabinet secretary. What if it's secretary of uh, the state, secretary of which it's Blinken, or secretary of defense, and we're at war with Afghanistan? He'd be better oh, off you know. if he did. <laughs> right. Nobody would say, you know, the vice president should take two months off. Nobody. Nobody would say the secretary of state should take two months off. Nobody. Why do we say it about the secretary of transportation? By the way, have we not proven that his job is not essential, that well, it's not significant? Can we he just stay home forever? Because he doesn't really do anything. He's not really. I mean, everything about Buttigieg is just artificial. It's like 
is the failed mayor of, of, of South Bend, Indiana. What qualifies him to be secretary of transportation? What does he know about supply chains and cargo ships? He's just this, I don't want to say token, but he's just this, this, this face of, you know, the, the uh, progressivism, you know, young gay guy with a husband and kids. And look at us, we're advancing this guy. You know, we're the first, actually not the first. Rick Grinnell was the first openly gay guy who did to serve in the cabinet under Trump. But, you know, again, uh, bias by omission, they pretend Grinnell didn't exist. And they say Buttigieg is the first and they celebrate it. Then you look at all those ships and you look at all the, you know, the disaster that's looming in this country. And you say, so he just, you know, rolled out of bed every morning and said, I'm not going to work because I have a new baby. Yeah, because it doesn't affect him. They have so much money. They don't care. They're not they're not affected by the supply uh, supply problems. I do have Mayor Pete uh, talking about this very thing. If you let's listen to Mayor Pete uh, rationalize or justify his two month vacation after he and his hubby adopted two children. Well, certainly a lot of the challenges that we've been experiencing this year will continue into next year, but there are both short-term and long-term steps that we can take to do something about it. Look, uh, part of what's happening isn't just the supply side, it's the demand side. Demand is off the charts. Retail sales are through the roof. And if you think about those images of uh, ships, for example, waiting at anchor on the West Coast, you know, every one of those ships uh, is full of record amounts of goods that Americans are buying uh, because demand is up, because income is up. So that's him. He, he said this is good. That it's a good sign. This it's a crazy. good sign that there's there's hundreds of cargo ships waiting to unload their cargo and nobody would do it. And this complete mess in our supply chain. What show was he on? Who's he with? Uh, that, he went was, on uh, that was State of the Union, I think. Is the, they went on show. Sunday morning shows and said, it's a good thing because Biden has done such a good job of revitalizing the economy, this is a good sign. Can you imagine? What an idiot! I mean, that 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 is so Orwellian. Yes, you can't you know, get what? stuff. It's good. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the, the aisles the, are empty. The shelves are bare. You yes. don't have anything. You know, for toys for Christmas or food for Thanksgiving. Isn't that a good thing? Ask a North Korean. I'm sure they would say this is great. We're starving. This I, is great. I just saw the headline. I, we we were talking last night. You and I. I saw the headline that said, Buttigieg eviscerates. Tucker Carlson and I said, "You got to get this because I didn't see it live. Obviously, nobody watches these Sunday morning shows, but it kind of went. You know, it was big on Twitter that Buddha, and you know what happens when anyone goes after Tucker immediately. All the blue checks are applauding. It's great to Tucker, whatever. Tucker made a joke the other day about this clown Buttigieg taking two months off and said, hopefully the breastfeeding is going well." <laughs> Which you know, it's just a wisecrack. I thought it was kind of funny, but you're not allowed to do that anymore about certain people. Again, and I went through this over the weekend with uh, Dave Chappelle, and Dave Chappelle, I think it was George Takei, saying, "Oh, you, you're allowed to make fun of any group. You know, uh, if you make fun of any group, you know, the people will protest. They'll they'll kick and scream, but but not 